1: Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Yo, the Iron Rap Stereo podcast, we're going live, okay? Me and G Moody, the tour continues. May 9th, we're at the chapel in San Francisco. May 11th, we're in Seattle. And May 13th, we are in Vancouver, British Columbia. The show is going live. G, G, how are you feeling about the live shows?
0: Man, I am anxious. I'm ready to go. Yo, I love that. I love the stage stuff, man. I like interacting with the fans. It's dope.
1: Yo, if you want to come see us in San Fran, Seattle, or in Vancouver, tickets are available at tour.com. The young shooter, Dean Collins, will be joining us in San Fran. Maybe if he acts right, we'll bring him to Seattle. I don't know. He might drive everybody nuts. That's my man, 50 grand. Always washes up with his dick in his hands. Go to com to see us live starting May 9th in San Fran at the Chapel. All right. This is the I Am Rapaport Stereo Podcast coming live and direct from the gloom tomb. My name is Michael Rappaport. Uh, that's why they call the podcast the uh, I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. I guess I should probably... You think I should say this is Michael Rappaport, G?
0: Uh Nah. Everybody know you now, man. You good you good money now, bro.
1: Oh, thank you. Uh I feel like I should introduce myself. You should never assume everybody knows me. But yeah. we'll figure that out later. Until we figure that out. <coughs> my name is Michael Rappaport.
0: Uh,
1: also known as the Gringo Mandingo. Also known as White Mike. That's a fact. Um, Also known as Bird, by folks. Um, But I'm most infamous for being known as the Gringo Man Dingo now. A nickname that was earned, not given. Earned. I earned that fucking name, the Gringo Man Dingo. Uh, I'm with G. Moody. Uh, The last name rhymes with duty. He is the 2015-2016 podcast co-host of the year. Uh, uh, an award that was earned yes not given look it up yeah this is uh the iron rapport stereo podcast we are known as the disco Two, the malachi brothers um (laughs) we've been podcasting off air since 1982 and let's get into it um i want to start the show g just to jump right in all right charlie murphy uh the very unique very funny very nice charlie murphy actor comedian obviously brother of Eddie Murphy, um, passed away this week. Um, and this is a guy that I, I I knew, I didn't know him very well, but I spent good time and hung out with him. I actually met Charlie uh, when I was doing a movie with Eddie Murphy called Metro. And I know you and me, G, we, we loved him since uh, he was in Jungle um, Fever and he was in yes. Mobetta Blues, Spike Lee Joints. Those might have been the first yeah. movies he was in.
0: Love Charlie Murphy, man. I could listen to that guy talk all day.
1: <laughs> yeah, he the way he said things. He said it so hard, and he had such great yeah. timing. And you know, he passed away this week. He was probably most well known for the Chappelle Show skits, the the Rick James skits, and yeah. all the comings and goings and the stories with Rick James. Uh I'm Rick James bitch and the fighting Rick James and slapping Rick James and playing ball with Rick James and you know I wanted to Classic. make sure we we, we 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 took a minute to 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 give him uh the love and the respect that he deserved and, and again I'm just gonna say you know the time I spent with just a nice dude like his disposition on screen, he seemed like he was like tough and sort of yeah you know, sort of like mean. Such right. a nice dude. Nice to everybody. Yeah, Always I mean. was nice to everybody, and and I think one of the reasons why he didn't, you know, sort of have as much success as he probably uh, deserved is because he looked just like his brother Eddie Murphy. Those are those are shoes to fill. It's almost like what the, it almost like fraternal twins. Like they look exactly right. the like, like identical twins. Yes. Um. Hell but yeah. but the talent was immense, and 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 he, he carved out a, a really really great name for himself and a reputation for himself. I wanted to tell you this story. So when I was doing Metro with Eddie Murphy, um, I I haven't talked about this much, but but when I was growing up, when Eddie Murphy was uh, popping off, I don't know if it was like 82, 83, maybe 81, 82, when he first started on Saturday Night Live. We don't fact check here at the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, but when Eddie was really, like, popping off on Saturday Night Live. I mean, I was so young that sometimes I would fall asleep before the show came on. Right. Like, staying up till 11.30, like, for whatever, nine, well, 11, 12-year-old was like, you know, you, you didn't always do it. You'd fall asleep early. Especially because, as G can attest, we were the type of kids. We weren't on video games. We weren't playing with a phone. We, we were out on a Saturday and a Sunday playing something all day, every day. Yeah. Yeah. Hoops. Hooping, I was playing football, I mean, anything, but, but hanging anything. out, walking around, playing in the park, anything. It was no, so yes. when so when Saturday evening came, you were tired.
0: Stick ball, punch ball, all kind of shit, manhunt, ring of we was doing everything back in the days, man.
1: Yeah, you had no other choice, because your parents didn't want yeah. you around, and, and that's what you did to, to, to socialize. Yeah. That being said, I was in love with Eddie Murphy, no Bruno. I I loved him. Like like the rest of the world, but I mean I fucking loved Eddie Murphy. Like I he's one of the reasons why I I I wanted to be an actor. Like I I he I, he inspired the shit out of me before right. I even wanted to be an actor. But then when he came out with uh uh Delirious and then he started making the movies in 48 Hours and Training Places. I mean, this guy yes. was was everything to me. You you remember I had that little calendar that you get from um Amusement parks, G. I still have a picture. Yeah, I remember. And what did it I say remember. on it? Saw,
0: uh, the next Eddie Murphy. Yup, I had, I had a picture of it, yeah.
1: and I had put, you know, you could put a little thing on it, like your name or your, your tagline. I put the next Eddie Murphy. This is when I had decided to be an actor. It's like 89. Yeah. I got it in Virginia. I was down there in Norfolk. I mean, he, he inspired me crazy. So when I finally got a chance to work with him on this film called Metro, I was in heaven. Okay, right. and I got to meet Charlie, and I met Eddie, of course, and I'm working with him, and 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 this is tying into to Charlie and the Rick James story. So I'm working with Eddie Murphy literally every single day. I'm like fucking bugging the fuck out. I'm bugging. Right. I've already <laughs> been acting for for a good amount of years. I've worked with. I just came off of Copland and um, a bunch of stuff, you know. But but I had just right. finished Copland, and Eddie Murphy was such a big fan of De Niro. He was asking me all these questions about. De Niro and what's he like as if you know he was a fan and we would go back and forth and me and Eddie Murphy would do lines from Raging Bull he loved Raging Bull as much as I did and we would just throw lines at each other all day the movie was a disappointment the movie was 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 whack I mean I, I right. think it's a really disappointing movie it was a real disappointment to me because you know like the banter and the the, the kind of shit talking that you, you hear me doing here we were trying to do that the director just was trying to do some other shit. He thought he was making Seven with Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman. Oh, He's bugging. Oh. He really was referencing Seven. I'm like, yo, let me and Eddie live, man. We freaking off. That's beside the point. <laughs> so I remember one day we were in a car scene, and and somehow we, we we got around to talking about Prince at the time. This is like 95, 96. I don't remember when we did it. 95, 96, maybe, maybe 97. Right. And and maybe a, print, a Prince song came on in the car. And, and and um, you know, Eddie loved music, so he's like dance, talking to the song. He's like, yo, he's a genius or something like that. And I ask him, did you ever meet Prince? And he's like, fuck yeah, I met Prince. You know, I hang out with him and all that shit. I'm like, oh, shit. And then, you know, hey. I'm just, he's like, and I'm like, I'm like asking him if he ever met Prince, as if he's like a schmo like me, who, you know, who's like on the fringes, <laughs> Eddie Murphy. So Eddie, Eddie telling me, yo, and he could play ball. And I'm like, word? He's like, I was like, basketball? is a like, yeah, yo, Prince has got game. Prince is nice. And I was like, get the fuck out of here.
0: <laughs> Prince and and nice. I told you this story G,
1: before. And, and, yeah. and, um, he's like, no, I'm telling you, man. He goes, yo, we went out to his house. We were in Minnesota and it was me, Charlie. He always said, Charlie. He never said, Charlie. <laughs> Eddie called his brother Charlie. He said, it was Charlie. me, Charlie, and it was, you know, this one and that one. And we got to his crib, and he was like, yo, we're going to play ball. And he said, you know, Charlie was like, man, get the fuck out of here. You know how he talked that New York, get, <laughs> get the fuck out. Y'all can't play ball. And Charlie yeah. uh, uh, was like, yo, we, we go ahead. We're going we gonna to play. And Prince was like, yo, I'm ready. And then Charlie said, fuck, we're going to play. Shirts first, blouses. And Eddie wow. told me that story. So when Dave Damn. Chappelle hooked up with Charlie Murphy and they were doing the Chappelle show and Charlie Murphy was telling his true Hollywood stories, I had already heard the story from Eddie Murphy's mouth. And when Charlie was telling that story on the Dave Chappelle show, I knew the punchline because Eddie had already told me about it. And, you know, it, I, it was just Damn. something I never I never forgot because it was, I was hearing Eddie Murphy talk about Prince and playing ball with Prince with his brother Charlie, and uh, you know that's my little uh, Charlie Murphy story. So I wanted to just make sure that we 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 shouted him out, and you know, oh, absolutely, and, man. Yeah, it's a shame, young dude, fifty-seven yeah. years old. Um, it's I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. We're gonna listen to a little funk, and we're gonna be right back. The I am Rapport Stereo Podcast is sponsored by Casper Mattress and obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly. Fair price. You could try a Casper mattress for 100 nights risk-free in your home. If you do not love it, they will pick it up and refund you everything. With over 20,000 reviews online and an average of 4.8 stars, Casper is quickly becoming the internet's most popular mattress. They have sheets, they have pillows, they even have doggy beds. Go to casper.com. Save $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com forward slash Rappaport. Use the promo code Rappaport. Try a Casper mattress 100 nights risk free in your home. If you don't love it, they will pick it up and refund you everything. Go to www.casper.com forward slash Rappaport. All right, this is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. G Moody, last name rhymes with duty. Um, yep, I'm here. Yeah, I know. I know you're here. Um, where, where, where do you want to start, G?
0: Let's start with uh, Tony Romo being paraded around as if he won 10 Super Bowls.
1: Tony Romo being paraded around as if he found the cure for fucking cancer. Yeah. Well, what is going on in Dallas? Tony Romo, he, he ain't no superhero. He ain't Aquaman. He ain't Superman. He wasn't even Troy Aikman. Ha! This dude was, he was a good quarterback. But he wasn't Brett Favre or Tom Brady. He wasn't even Roger Staubach. He's not even Eli Manning. I don't know what the big, the big shenanigans are over Tony Romo. Yo, he had a good career. Unfortunately, the injuries caught up with him. And that's it. 14 years as an NFL quarterback. That's a, that's a blessing. You know, that's a blessing. Your your time is over. The guy had broken backs and kept coming back, broken backs and serious injuries. And then they got, they're parading him around like he was that dude. He was not that dude.
0: Never. Yo, never. The guy is known. He's notorious for um, choking in the big moments. So how is he able to get paraded around as if, he, he won mad playoff games. He got him to the, yo, this dude don't deserve that. Like some, some Polk Mobile type shit where he just, now nah, he on the Dallas Mavericks. And yo. you, 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 you on the Dallas
1: Mavericks and they're like, well, he was a good guy. I'm a good fucking guy. I don't see the Knicks suit me up in the last uh, meaningless game and, and, and down there against the Sixers. I'm a good fucking guy. I'm on the public front lines taking hits every day for the Knicks.
0: This is professional basketball. Mark Cuban, you are bugging, my man. You're bugging. And And you made a documentary about the Knicks, and they still don't have no have you suit up. Gerald Moody, as God is my
1: witness, I have actual fucking dreams. And I'm not talking about daydreams. I'm talking about dreams while you're sleeping. At 47 years old that I still get a chance to play for the Knicks. I never got offered to be on the layup line and to do all that fly shit. They never give me any fucking uniforms. Yeah,
0: yeah. They don't give me don't. shit.
1: And Tony Romo, he's, he signed for the Mavericks for one day, and he wants to get in, and they're, they're yucking it up, and they're hooting and hollering. Yo, Brett Favre, Tom Brady, the great quarterbacks, You you, you at certain points in the game, Dan Marino, these dudes, Joe Montana— you would wait for them to lead their team and catch up. With Tony Romo, you would wait for him to lead his team and fuck up. It happens yeah. time and time again. And then Absolutely. he ousted my man Phil Sims, who has two rings. One time he didn't make it to the Super Bowl because he was hurt, but he got them rings and things, two rings and things.
0: Yeah, yeah he did his thing.
1: As if Tony Romo's gonna come in there and be be able to announce. Jim Nance is gonna be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Tony Romo's like, I feel like uh, Cam might fumble here. But like, how do you know that he will that's what I would have done? Motherfucker, we're not talking about you call a game, man. <laughs> Jim Nance is gonna be like, we know what you did. You know Tony Romo was gonna make a mistake, but not everybody's doing that shit. They're carting this guy around like like he 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 was the reason for world peace. He is this week's famous white person with no lips. That's the respect we give you. Just because he he had his he had a couple of dates with some big-time chicks doesn't mean you big-time, Tony Romo. And somebody said, oh, he should be on your stickman list. I was like, motherfucker, are you kidding? First of all, don't tell me who should be on the <laughs> stickman list, number one. Number two... Just because you had a couple of days in the sun with Jessica Simpson and and, and some other uh, country singers, that ain't no stick man list. You're supposed to do that. You're the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, and that's all you pulled off for 14 years? I know he got married young, but you ain't no stick man. You ain't no coxman. You ain't no Burgess yeah. Meredith. You ain't no Yo. Warren Beatty. I don't even have you in the discussion. You're not even no Joe Willie Namath. You know what kind of damage? Joe Willie Namath did up and down Broadway and Madison Avenue during the 60s and the early 70s. Joe Willie Namath with the fur coat. That is a stick man. That is a coxman. Talk to me and about Tony Romo being a coxman. Tony Romo being a stick man.
0: And Joe Namath went at Susie Colbert of ESPN. So he was doing stick man shit way up in, up in, in to his 70s.
1: What he did in New York... We're talking about world class coxman work. Yeah. Super Bowl for the New York Jets. The unheralded underdog New York Jets. He had the cleft chin, the nice hair, the laid-back swag, and he was throwing the rock down the field. He wasn't getting no interceptions. He's out yeah. there playing, he's playing with like a, a fucking uh, like a, a soft ass t shirt as a helmet.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Joe he's Willie name it, with that's a this is a man yeah, who racked he, up numbers on the field and off the field. I don't want to hear no more about Tony fucking Romo. Tony fucking, Tony baloney.
0: Gee. Tony Romo is equivalent to like Randy Whitman in the NBA. Like, you're you, you not a star, B. You're you on the team, and you fucking up when we need you the most. So you're not you're even not You're not nice. even
1: Steve Kerr yeah. as a player. Steve Kerr knocked down shots to get them the rings and things. Yeah.
0: That's why I didn't. That's why I didn't call him. Yo, this guy is getting too much props. How many playoff games did this dude win in 14 years? Yo, I don't fact check. One?
1: But there they weren't a lot. He's more famous for the games he lost and the way he lost them. And it wasn't like he was like one of those dudes on a bad team and he was doing work. He was the reason yeah. why the Dallas Cowboys didn't get to the next level. And you parading yep, this dude around in the Pope Mobile? Get the fuck out of here. Yo. <laughs> Word. G, Word. This really bothered me today. We talked about this the other day, and everybody's seen it. This doctor on the flight from United Airlines to uh, United Airlines Chicago to Louisville, who was dragged off the plane. Yeah. It's become like national. Listen, we made jokes about it. Obviously, this was a a bad incident. Okay, obviously, this was handled completely wrong. But G Moody, I turned on the TV this morning on every fucking channel. Every channel, this dude and his lawyer and talking about his lawsuit as if as if this was like a monumental occasion, like this was big news. Yo, they asked Money to leave. He didn't leave. He got smacked around a little bit. Now you're talking about you lost teeth, you got a busted oh, nose, on. busted sinus system and all that. Yo, my man, cut the bullshit. And it turns out that this Dr. Dow... That's his name. He fleed Vietnam in 1975 when Saigon fell, and he was on a boat. He fleed Vietnam on a boat, and he said that being dragged off the plane was worse than fleeing Vietnam on a boat. Listen, motherfucker. We know you're going to get a lawsuit, all right? But cut the bullshit, man. How could that? Getting your little lip busted on a plane yeah. obviously was upsetting. Obviously, it was probably scary. But they told you to get up, Doctor Dow. Why didn't you just get the fuck up now? Get your money. Yeah. And I, I don't understand why this has become national fucking news. It's not like, uh, like there's some craziness going on where where people are getting dragged off planes. You know where there's craziness going on? In the streets with people getting shot and their ass kicked by the police all the fucking time. Yo, I called for it. I asked for it. I said it didn't exist, G Moody. Yeah. And, and those police officers in Colorado were about it, about it. <laughs> A 22-year-old woman, white woman with red hair, cute, nice, was body slammed. Body slammed in Colorado the other day. That was more scary than what they did to Dr. Dow. No disrespect to Dr. Dow. But they slammed this young girl to the ground, thin, white girl. She's like 95 pounds. They could have busted her face. Broken her ribs? It's like a little blurb.
0: Hey, I side with the cops uh, grabbing money off the plane. Um, I I side with them. They told them, you're going to be randomly selected and we select you to be removed. You know, you have to get off the plane and you don't get off. Then we got to physically take you off. And if your head hits the armrest and all that, that's incidental. Get off the plane. That's incidental and contact, Duke. That—that's it. That it's not. You were being unruly. You didn't want to leave, so we got to physically remove you. And you don't get to determine how physical it's going to get. Yo, get Duke, the fuck get the off fuck off the plane, up off the
1: plane Duke. Word. We told you get the fuck Word. up off the plane, yo, Doc, Doc Dow, get the fuck up off the plane, my man. <laughs> fuck you
0: think this yeah. is, money? Yeah, you don't. You don't make the rules. We they selected you. Either you get up, or we're gonna get your ass up. <laughs> that that's what it is. I side with the cops.
1: Word, I'm sorry you got your lip busted. Here, here's five grand. Take a fucking walk now. This is national yeah. news. Every fucking news channel. Come on, I mean, there's so yeah. much shit. Going on. We're bombing places. There's bombs. And, and, we, and, and Tamir while, Tamir while Rice, this was
0: going on, G, while they this the, the bombs were being set off across the world. Yeah, yeah, man. Yo, money, you got hemmed up. That's hmm. what it is. And um, get off the plane. When they tell you, yo, we pick you up, we, you you gotta go. You can't negotiate with the motherfuckers. These are the these are police. Yo, get Duke, up and, they hemmed you up real go. nice.
1: Okay? Yeah.
0: You, 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 yo, you you lucky
1: it wasn't worse, money. It wasn't no Rodney King shit. You got a little fucking and, busted lip, man. Go yeah. get some stitches in your shit, and keep it moving, Duke. And the next now, time they now. tell you to get the fuck up, get the fuck up, money.
0: Yeah. And now. Now he's going to form some Vietnam, Vietnamese Lives Matter now. Some bullshit about planes and shit.
1: <laughs> Fuck out of here. Yo, the, jokes, the Joker's Jinx roller coaster in Washington, D.C. stopped in mid-ride today with 20 people on it. The Joker's yes. Jinx roller coaster at an amusement park in Washington, D.C. I don't fuck with amusement parks.
0: Are are, are you with roller coasters yeah. and all that, G? Oh hell no! I, I I went on a Thunderbolt in Coney Island in 1979 and I almost fell out of this shit. So <laughs> I've been I've been a I, it was like a phobia now. I get I get scared when I see them fucking roller coasters.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't mess with that. And and this is one of the reasons they had to get the helicopters, the the the, the, the rescue workers to get them. Front they were at the peak of it, hundreds of feet in the air, stuck. Can you imagine? Yo, I would have been, yo,
0: G, yo. yo. I ain't with it.
1: You you I'm know I'm theatrical. <laughs> I literally would have been, yo, I would have been crying. You'd have come yo. up there and been like, what's wrong with this dude? I would have been fucking crying.
0: Yeah. Those I would have felt like fun. I was on
1: death's door.
0: Those rides are not fun. As I'm you not get with older, all that. You know what is fun, yeah, though, G. When the up? Miami Heat
1: grind it out and bop it out. All the way to the last night of the regular season in the NBA. They had a sliver of hope. They, If Brooklyn one thing could have went one up. way and one game, they would have made it to the playoffs. But you didn't. And you know who's happy? <laughs> I'm fucking happy.
0: So this is ain't ama- there no more.
1: <laughs> oh, you guys ain't doing shit. The good old days are over, you fucks. Yeah, like, well, <laughs> hey, hey I, all these people on, on, on social media, like, well, asshole, at least we were close. The Knicks, uh, you know, you guys weren't even close. This ain't horseshoes, you fuck you. <laughs> close don't matter in basketball. Close don't matter in the NBA playoffs. Pack your shit up. Get your white silk shirts out, okay? Snort up a little bath salt. Go to the nightclub and dance it off to some EDM, you Miami Heat fucks you. You ain't making it <laughs> to the playoffs, okay? Alonzo Mourning ain't there, D. Wade ain't there, and Bron ain't there. The fucking party is over. And as soon
0: as Pat Riley leaves, you guys are gonna go to sh- you're gonna be schmitherines. <laughs> right? You still fucking with Miami? LeBron isn't there, man. Listen, LeBron you guys, you there. guys,
1: you guys didn't come to the games when he was there. You you left. The whole the Miami Heat fans, I lost respect for the Miami Heat fans. When you walked out and you missed, collectively, the Ray Allen shot versus the Spurs, and I believe it was, what was it, 2013? You missed that, you dumb fucks. And you came running it, back into the arena dressed in all white silk shirts trying to get in. And they were like, no, you fucking bath salt sniffing yo, fucks. You, You're not allowed back in the arena. You ain't real fans.
0: Yo, you holding that shit against the fucking you're you're a crazy guy, man. You're like De Niro on that baseball shit. You a fucking crazy motherfucker.
1: Listen, it is what it is. You know what else is going on in sports? This has nothing to do with sports. <laughs> New York Mets, baseball season has started. You 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 know you said you're a big time a hockey fan. Obviously That's we right. love NBA. Jordan Winter and Miles Davis, the producer extraordinaires, they they love baseball. Okay? Yeah. But Jose Reyes, Jose Reyes, New York yeah. Mets. You hear about what he kind of shit he's in?
0: Yeah, he got a lot of baby mama drama, man. That shit, man. You gotta your loaf, protect your loaf, be. Yo, he's out here. He got mistresses. He got babies yeah. with mistresses. He's paying.
1: He, he's married. Okay, and he has he has a mistress who he had a baby with, who he was parading around on the low for months with. And she's bad, Chris, Christina yeah. Sanchez. You saw the pictures sort of her. She was.
0: Phew. Yeah, yeah, yo, I, I, yo, you, yeah, yo, Jose, yo, man, you, you only live once, man. Just take care of them kids, man. Do the right thing, man. You, you skied it. Mm-hmm. Now you got to deal with it.
1: Yeah, you skied it. Now, 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 your bank account is going to be depleted because he's paying her eleven thousand <laughs> five hundred a month.
0: That's she's great. trying
1: to get forty grand a month for, for this reason and that reason. Yo, that child support. Is no joke, okay? Yeah. His wife is bad too. Yo, Jose, yeah. hey, Jose Reyes, he's no joke, but you're gonna be yeah. swinging that bat till you're 50, my man. You're gonna be paying yeah. child support. The judge don't wanna hear nothing. You play for the New York Mets. When they go in yeah. there and see Christina Sanchez, who's trying to get that money, the judge is gonna topple over, cause she's a.
0: Oh, oh man. You're gonna be he gonna be funding his whole village back in the Dominican Republic. Them ladies gonna them ladies gonna kill him, man. But you gonna keep you got to keep playing. Baseball pays a lot of money. You got to just keep healthy and play till fifty five. Yeah, try lock
1: it till the wheels come <laughs> off because, yo. You going to be paying, you going to be paying your mistress and I'm sure he's got some other mistresses and I'm not trying to yeah. dry snitch on him. Yo, but yo, my man freaks off. Okay? So I'm not con- yeah. I'm not condoning cheating, but if you're going to do it, do it like Jose Reyes cuz he got himself a bricklayer on the side. She's yo, bad.
0: Yo, yo. Jose Reyes is a Dominican stick man.
1: No doubt. And this is just yo, the ones oh. we know about. Yo, Jose Reyes of the New York Mets is about it, about it. And, and his his mistress, she's bout it, bout it, too. Bout it, bout it. Yo, she she got 11500 a month. She wants it boosted up to 41 Gs a month. Oh. Yeah. They're going to probably find a happy medium somewhere.
0: The judge going to give her that because because she's bad. If I was the judge and I seen her come in the courtroom, I'd be like, you're going to get whatever you want. The, the judge is going to try to skeet. <laughs> yeah. But this tells you got to. I advocate getting snipped if you if you're about to go into the league, get snipped.
1: Don't do it to yourself, man. Don't be out here, Sean Kempin, wilding out, yeah.
0: man. Yeah, that's that's what that should be part of the contract.
1: And this is a message to all the young men out there, okay? Because this could happen too. Yeah, my yeah. man from China. He's from Southern China. He was freaking off having that intimacy with his wife. Forty two year old dude. Yo, my man broke his dick, Duke.
0: Uh oh. How? Just
1: from skeeting. Just from fundamental <laughs> that- freaking off, man. He wasn't doing anything weird, anything unusual. He just he just was he was you know what he was doing? He was sugar dicking, probably. He was <laughs> yeah, sugar dicking yeah. and, and, and you know it happens. It's like yo, ball players, Aggressive. you know, they tear their Achilles. My man from China, yeah. yo, he was sugar dicking. And boom, he broke and his then, dick and he had to go to the doctor. They call it eggplant deformity. His shit swelled up. He oh. had purple bruising on his loaf. And I wanted to just wish him a, a, a smooth uh, a, a, and, and healthy and, and, you know, speedy recovery, you know, Godspeed. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah please, man. <laughs> Yo, they said in the paper he, he was aggressive. They and, said and what? He, just, he was aggressive and it, it just
1: snapped. Nah, nah. You see, we're reading contracting. They want to do that because they want to try to make it seem like uh, uh, they want to try. This is how they paint the picture. The media tries to to, to pull the wool over your eyes. (coughs) I heard and I read and my sources told me that my man was just sugar dicking. Just straight oh. sugar-dicking. And just something went wrong. Yo, you see great athletes, you know, like they're in shape. Boom, they tear their meniscus. You're like, what happened? It could happen. <laughs> this is a message to all the young skeeters out there, the young shooters out there, the wannabe cocksmen, the guy, wannabe stickman. Mm. Yo, when you unfold the loaf, just know anything can happen. Anything can happen. Word. Yeah. Um, What else is going on, G?
0: Uh, I see uh I see Miss Janet, Miss Janet Jackson, is, is is milling about in London now that she's not with my man from Qatar, that billionaire. So marriage broke up. I see her. She said it was uh, cultural differences, and she uh, needed her freedom.
1: Janet Jackson of the uh, Jackson family. Yes, Rhythm Nation. Janet Jackson. She was married to some billionaire. From he, she tried to do the Mariah Carey. I don't know why these pop singers they they they, they do this to themselves. And now she had a baby, and now she's divorcing. And and what was he? What was the guy's deal?
0: Oh, some cultural shit, man. You know, you know that he was a Muslim, and you know women can't do shit, man. You you gotta you know you gotta have that hijab on your head when you come out. You know. I, I, I think it's probably shit like that. You know, Janet's like, Janet's from Gary, Indiana, man. People think she's from the hood shit, man. <laughs> Yo, that's
1: true. The Jacksons are from Gary, Indiana. Yo, it, you, you, you might have a, a, an impression in your head that it's like, you know, like uh, the Waltons out there in Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana is a notorious shithole. A yeah. notorious, tough, hard-nosed, bottom-of-the-bottom hood. And the Jacksons are from there. This, this ain't the Bradys and shit. Like, yeah. they might have tried to act like they were the Bradys, but this wasn't like, you know, some Motown package shit. They, they came from a tough place. And Janet
0: is from, she's basically a hood chick. <laughs> Yo. And, and yeah, you, you go out there, and you got you to gotta adhere to their culture, and, you know, they ain't letting you drive. They ain't letting you, you can't be outside with your arms out. You can't go to the pool, yo. This woman's from America, man. Of course, that shit was gonna. She's gonna get tired of that shit.
1: And he had yeah. her out there in like the the, the high end Gucci hijibs. You look at the picture; she was hijibbed up, Janet Jackson. Like she didn't have the full like you know like you know the full thing over her face, but she was she was rocking it. We're talking about Janet Jackson, Rhythm Nation, the girl who sang "Control." Got yeah. my own life. I'm gonna make my own, <laughs> own motherfucking decisions. That that and, chick, she was dancing on the chair is- with the jeans and all that. Yo, you yeah. Yo, you gotta dust yourself uh, so- off and come back, Janet. Because you, you 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 need to come back on that, Miss Jackson. If you're nasty shit, you get <laughs> get your get your mind right, Janet. Hold your head. You, yeah. You, you you bugging.
0: Yeah, but but no no. She she came up. She got five hundred mil from a prenup, so I'd fuck that nigga. <laughs> oh shit yo (laughs) 500 million damn yo the hijab she said I know she probably you know Janet Jackson is a black woman so this motherfucker said you can't be outside without your hijab I know Janet probably was like Nigga, like, I ain't wearing that. I just got my hair did, man. So, uh-huh. it's, you know, what I'm saying it's it's hot as fish grease out this bitch. You know, the black shit came out. That's the cultural differences I'm saying.
1: <laughs> right. That's 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 what the you you read in between the lines. Yeah. <laughs> you know the people have spoken. We are a five star podcast. We've even got soft ass T shirts to prove it. Anytime you hear something on the I Am Rappaport podcast that is five star worthy. Go to iTunes and give us five-star reviews. You can do it as many times as you want. Leave us a review. We see everything. Ask a question. ILO us. Whatever you want. Hit up iTunes. Give us a review. The good, the bad, the indifferent. Whatever you want. We want to take over iTunes. They still don't show us the love we deserve. Yo, all soft-ass I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast T-shirts are available at districtlines.com forward slash I Am Rappaport. We got the five-star Stereo Podcast t the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Zip up and pull over hoodies. The full Iverson t-shirt. The Stickman t-shirt collection. The I Don't Fact Check. The hard body karate t-shirt for men and women. Go to districtlines.com forward slash I Am Rappaport. Yo, gee, you're in New York every day. I'm in L.A. a lot. What's going yeah. on in the trains, man? They, they had Train a lady. What? A lady got her head caught in the train the other day and it, nobody yeah. did anything
0: Man you 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 know you know where we at you know what city this is that could be some some hustle shit You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Like that's why nobody uh that's how New York people are. You're not supposed to cuz everybody's a suspect. Everybody's on the take. So that's why they didn't do nothing. You don't know what that is.
1: <laughs> and then after this a woman attacked uh, an MTA worker on the L train, which is the train that I always used to take out to Brooklyn yeah. to see G. Moody on Brownsville at 2.45 a.m. Uh, the MTA worker on the train was attacked for being a snitch by a man because they was pissing on the train in between cars. First of all, Duke, yo, you dumbass, you're pissing on the train in between cars, you know piss is flying all over you, <laughs> right? Yep. I've yeah. done that when I was a kid. It's stupid. You it, The piss just flies back on you, no matter yeah. how you angle your loaf. And then the MTA worker tells the cops, and then they beat him up. Come on, this ain't the 80s, man. New yeah. York. Yeah. We're better than that. Yeah. All right, G, that's it, man. That's it. We're done. We're shutting it down. That's it? That's it. It's the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. Again, we're going to be on tour May 9th, San Francisco at the Chapel, May 11th in Seattle, May 13th, In Vancouver, British Columbia Tickets are available at www.IamRappaportTour.com He is G. Moody The last name rhymes with Doody I am Michael Rapport, A.K.A. The Gringo Man Dingo And this is the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast The only non-fact-checking podcast in the world We're done